Hello and welcome to another episode of Vegan Bites with Nikki, the podcast. On this episode, I have with me Marlon Risen. He's the author of Quarantine 15 Cookbook, where he shows you some delicious recipes that you can cook with things that you can find very easily. And it's all whole foods, plant-based recipes. So I'd like to introduce Marlon. He'll tell us all about that delicious cookbook and all about his vegan story as well. So hey, Marlon, good day. Thank you for coming. Hello, hello, hello. Good day to you also. It is a pleasure being here. How are you doing today? I am great. And yourself? I am incredible. I am incredible. Thank you very much. You're welcome. So tell us a bit about yourself, your vegan story, you know, um, when you transition and why. Just share your vegan story with us. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, you know, my vegan uh, vegan journey has been, like a lot of people's, um, I think uh, uh, what ends up happening is it's not anything that's necessarily... Uh, plan, but you kind of stumble upon some things, and next thing you know, the magic happens. So, um, so for me, uh, it actually began. It'll be three years in July. So it began about three years ago, and um, actually it was one afternoon. A friend of mine and myself, we were um, hanging out, you know, and just middle of the day, and like, hey, you know, let's 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 check out something on Netflix. So, scrolling through Netflix, and uh, what the health pops up and um the documentary and uh, anyways i was like you know what this looks interesting and i've always been into you know health related things and whatnot and i've been a personal trainer off and on for years and have done power lifting and whatnot so i've always been into health types of things so i was like you know what this looks interesting you know let's 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 watch what the hell so anyway start watching it and from the beginning um I was captivated by the information that was um, that was put in front of me. So I'd say midway through, we kind of looked at each other and I was like, yo, our lives just changed, you know, drastically. And and, and it was so many things, you know, within there um, that that really made me want to change the way I was living. And it was everything from, you know, taking control of our health, you know, from the foods that we eat to um, the misinformation that's been given to us over the years in terms of, you know, what's good for us, what's not good for us, what's the foods we eat, et cetera. So as, um, as I was further exposed to all of that, it, it, it's one of those things. And I'm one of those people too, where when I, when I get the information, I've got to do something with it. So whenever I got that, I said, you know what, it's, it's, it's time for a change. So that day, and I believe it was actually July 3rd, um, that day, Went home, cleaned out the refrigerator, and um, from that day on, you know, hadn't touched um, another uh, another animal product as far as food consumption goes. So, and it was funny because whenever I first started on my journey, you know, I've always been a pretty good sized guy, and I actually used to be a power lifter and whatnot. So, you know, my weight, you know, was you know recently here as high as. 360, 370 pounds. So it was funny. And I actually gave up sidebar, I actually gave up beef and pork years ago, but I was still consuming, you know, chicken, fish, turkey, uh, all types of dairy products. So anyways, um, my weight was as high as 360, 370 pounds, whenever the whole vegan thing kind of got started. And so for me, it was about, you know what, I just want to be healthier. I'm a big guy. So I just need to clean things up. 
So I figured I'd lose a few pounds, but my goal wasn't really to lose weight. It was more to be healthy and be more conscious of, you know, how I'm living and what I'm putting in my body. So the funny part was, you know, so I, you know, changed my diet, you know, was still working out the same way I typically did, but I was feeling better. So I felt like my workouts were getting better. Obviously, my eating was much cleaner. My mindset had had changed also. So within probably the first I want to say three months or so, I dropped probably a good 25, 30 pounds, which I kind of expected. And I was like, okay, you know, I'm dropping some weight. So a good 25, 30 pounds, maybe a little bit more. But then as my eating got healthier, um, all of a sudden the weight started melting off. And, And I didn't do this as a diet. I did this more as a lifestyle change so I could just be healthier. And so What's funny is, as a sidebar, that for me, you know, the the benefit was, you know, over the past two, I guess, probably year and a half, two years, I ended up losing around 140, 150 pounds, you know. And so that's one thing, obviously, that um, that kind of floored people as far as, whoa, you know, in addition to obviously you giving up the animal products, you lost all this weight and whatnot. So um, so anyways, um, that's obviously been a a big part of my journey is the, um, the, the health benefits. But, uh, but, but, but what I will say, and this was kind of the evolution of the, um, of the lifestyle, you know, obviously, you know, I eat good food and, you know, we've got the cook, the cookbook and, uh, and all of that, but, but definitely from a mental standpoint, um, the evolution of that is probably the one thing that I tell people I'm most proud of. And so as I first started with my vegan journey, it was all about the health and whatnot. And so as I dug, deeper into it, um, started learning more about, you know, animal agriculture and just a lot of the things that take place uh, when it comes to our food and where it comes from and and all of the behind the scene things that they hide from us. So as I dug deeper into it and learned more about it, um, you know, I visited, you know, an animal slaughterhouse in uh, outside of LA and learned more about the process and went through all of that. And so it really opened my eyes to, um, just kind of things that are happening that we really don't pay attention to. And some of it's being hidden from us. Some of it, you know, we're, we're, you know, turning a blind eye to it. But anyways, for me, and that really kind of opened me up to a lot of things that were taking place and made me look at not only the way that I live and my lifestyle, but, um, but the way that we all live, the way that not only, you know, we as humans live, but also our fellow, you know, planet mates. Um, So, so I try to, you know, look at the big picture. And for me, it definitely has made me a more compassionate individual. It's definitely made me look at, um, you know, the way that we treat our planet, you know, our, our fellow, you know, beings on this earth, you know, all of those things I've definitely become more conscious of. And with that, it's made me a better individual overall, you know, just the way that not only I look at food and health and whatnot, but even the way that I value my friendships, my loved ones, all of that has been elevated by the change in lifestyle. So again, for me, this has been the best thing that I've ever done for myself. And as a byproduct of that, and for me, it's more important. All the people that I, you know, hang with and care about the number of those individuals who have, you know, elevated their lifestyles by, uh, you know, adjusting what they eat. You know, a lot of them have actually transitioned into uh, doing the vegan thing. Some have done it just 50 percent. But either way, uh, the enhancement that I've seen my friends and family do has been has been incredible also. So anyways, long story. No, but, that's um, a but that kind of gives you. Yeah, that kind of gives you the, um, the the nuts and bolts of, you know, what's been happening with me 
in my vegan journey over the past uh, close to three years. Lovely. So let me ask you, you I know you mentioned, um, you know, the fact that you lost weight along the way. Obviously, that wasn't your reason for becoming a vegan. You didn't want to lose weight. Right. Um, but did you see that, okay, yes, you transitioned from eating meat and eating all the bad stuff into eating a vegan lifestyle. But, um, right. and then you said somewhere along the way, you started to lose weight like more drastic you lost a lot more weight. did you right. lose more weight when you transitioned say from a, a fast food eating vegan into a more plant-based eating vegan or like would you say that had any um reason for that drastic change one thousand percent absolutely mm. it did <laughs> absolutely i can tell you i can i can actually give you some specifics because i remember you know, early on, and, and it wasn't as if I was eating, you know, lots of uh, uh, meat replacements, but I was eating a reasonable amount. And um, and I was still, like I said, I was dropping some pounds, but um, but definitely I felt like there was still more that I could do. So I, I remember as I got introduced to eating more of your plant-based sushis and things of that nature, um, some Asian cuisine and whatnot, stir fries where it was obviously heavy on the vegetables, um, quinoa, things of that nature. As I started to incorporate um, a lot of those dishes more into my lifestyle and eliminated um, some of the plant-based or, or, excuse me, meat alternatives that I was doing heavy uh, early on, mm. I mean, my body, my body changed drastically. And not only did it change the way it looked, it changed the way I felt. You know, the way that I felt was 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 completely different and and i remember you know at the time um you know i could go out you know on the track and i could do workouts and mind you you know i'm 47 years old now so at the time i was 45 something like that and um i was going out on the track and doing workouts that you know i was doing in high school and college you know mm -hmm. i mean i was my my energy levels i mean everything was 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 insane in terms of how i felt so you know i would say for me um one thing that definitely um enhanced the weight loss was i was feeling so good to where the level the level of energy that i was able to put out increased drastically too so with with all of that said you know it just made everything start to happen at a much more rapid and an elevated pace so so yes definitely the uh, the cleaner that I ate, the um, the, the better that I felt, and then obviously, obviously, my body, you know, had the ability to um, to change even more so. And and even with that said, you know, I'd say the weight loss has has kind of plateaued, but still to this day, you know, and and I tell people, I'm like, granted, you know, the vegan lifestyle is incredible, and and I love the fact that people are going away from you know animal related products for a number of reasons, but. You know, what I try to tell people is more importantly, what you want to make sure that you do is you take responsibility for your health. And so with that, you want to try to focus on spending your time in the produce section, mm -hmm. you know, and that's the one thing that I that I tell people repeatedly. You know, they'll ask me questions like, you know, what do you eat? You know, where do you shop and all of that? And so I'm like, let me keep it simple. You want to spend a lot of time at the produce section or at your farmer's market. You know, that's where you want to spend a majority of your money. That's where you want to spend a majority of your time. That's where, you know, a lot of the people who should be advising you should be in those same places because you want to eat live foods that, you know, can be grown. Mm -hmm. You know, and I try to tell people, you know, I say, 
you know, you want to you want to stay on the outskirts. You know, look at look at going into a grocery store like a city. You know, you can spend some time, you know, downtown and, and, and in those inside areas, but you want to spend more time on the outskirts. And the outskirts is typically where you're going to have your refrigerated foods, where you're going to have your foods that have to be watered and cared for versus those that are in boxes and that have been preserved. So with that being said, I'm like, you want to make sure you spend a lot of your time consuming foods that have to be cared for. You know, if you've got foods that can sit somewhere for extended periods of time without care, chances are those same foods can sit for extended periods of time in your body and do damage. You know, you want to make sure you get in foods that have to be cared for properly. That way they can go in, they can do what they need to within your body, and then they can move on. So I try to tell people consciously, you know, think about that. You know, if you think about your foods like that, chances are it's going to be more difficult for you to put those bad things in your mouth. I love that. You know, you know, it's, I, I, you know, it's, I, yeah, it's a very, yeah. And I try to make sure I say, you know, let's, let's not try, let's not make this too difficult. Let's just be very simple with it. You know, what are the things that you don't mind being in your body, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and, and kind of go from there. So, so anyways, um, yeah, I try to, that's a great way to look at it. Yes. Because as you say, you know, it's very easy sometimes to grab the fasting, the things that are in the tins and the things that are already in the packs. And it's especially, you know, sometimes for parents and for busy professionals and you're already thinking to yourself, okay, I already gave up the meat. All right. So I'm good. That's all. I already gave up that. So now I'm not eating the meat and the dairy and the cheese and the egg. So I'm fine. Everything else is a pass. But then you realize everything else is not necessarily a pass. You know, so that's a good way that Absolutely. you put it across to look, eat from on the outside, eat what you know grows. So, yeah. Absolutely. And you want to, and, and, and the thing is, it's, it's just like, um, and I tell people food should be like, like everything else that we try to do. Like, you know, what I try to say is in our lifestyles, we want to do things that are, that are fun, that are, that, that are vibrant, that, that make us happy, that make us smile. Those are the things that we want to do. Food should have that exact same personality. <laughs> so when I go to the produce set, when I go to the produce section and I see all this beautiful green and orange and yellow and and and, and you see all this life and you see the 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 water, you know, that's dripping from these leaves because you know they're thirsty and they need those things to keep them thriving. Um, those are the things that I want to be associated with. What I don't want to be associated with is being in a box mm. packaged with a bunch of labels. Wow. You know, that's okay. not the way that I want to be identified. Yeah. You know, I want to be looked at as, as something that, that, that is of a produce of nature, something that has growth in it, something that has life in it, something that is unique. You know, that's what you get when you consume these fruits, these vegetables, these nuts, these natural things. Mm. Once you go on those media, those, those, those middle aisles, what you're getting are things that can re- be repeated over and over and over and over and over again with no diversity, nothing at all. And so that's not the way life's supposed to be. So, you know, I try to mimic my food choices similarly to how I'm going to live my life, you know. And so, you know, I think the simplicity of that for me, you know, makes it extremely easy to, to live this vegan lifestyle. Mindset is the mindset and the way you look at things. Because, I mean, you're saying that and it definitely have, have me thinking. Because, as I said, you know, yes, I am a vegan. and But I, I still love the, <laughs> the little bad things. Not that I eat those bad yeah. things every day, of course. 
But I mean, hearing you right, saying right. it with, with those analogies and putting it like that, it's true. It's, it's really, really true. You know, how do you want to see yourself and see your food the same way? So that that's really, really good to, to put it up. Yeah, and there's abs- absolutely, and, and you know, and look, I have fun too. Don't get me wrong. I made, you know, two dozen cookies the other <laughs> night and ate every last one of them within 48 hours. So trust me, <laughs> I do, I, I have fun too. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm human and you know, and I, I step off of the off, off the path every now and then, and I'll do some things. But what I also try to do is remember that I'm responsible for this body and and how it's going to live and, and 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 the care that it has. So, with that being said, um, you know, I try to think consciously about everything that that I put inside of my body. And one thing that I actually you know, I heard this somewhere else a while back, and 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 I repeat it, you know, to people because it really caught me was um there was there was a gentleman i believe who it was who said when you think about the consumption of food you have to consider how personal of of a thing it is and how personal this relationship and this connection is with us and our food and and he said eating food is one of the most intimate things that we could ever do by actually taking a foreign object and inviting it to spend time inside of us you mm-hmm. know what i mean i mean that's that's something that when you, when you break it down like that I mean, that's, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, you're taking something that, you know, you don't really know what the process is from start to finish as far as this object goes. You're trusting that something, someone, some process, some machine is doing exactly what needs to be done in order for it to do what your body needs. And so with that being said, and thinking about the magnitude of it, you know, for me, it's important that I look at everything that I consume. And so I try to make sure that from a conscious level, um, most of the things that I put inside my body are going to be those things that are going to invite life versus um, any of the negative side effects that a lot of the things that I used to eat, you know, have previously that, done. Right. So, um, so anyways, yeah. So, so it makes it, like I said, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm 47 now and um, yeah, I would have never thought, you know, when I was in my late teens, early twenties, that I would be as active as I am, as feel as good as I do. That's great. That, that's really good. Yeah. So lovely. All I mean, you're talking about all these delicious foods. So give us a little insight into what you would typically eat on a daily basis. So like a, a typical day, sure. what would be your meals for the day? Gotcha. Gotcha. So on a typical day and, and, and just and what I do, too, is, you know, I actually incorporate um, intermittent fasting on occasion, too, where, you know, I'll allow my body to go anywhere from a 12 to a 16 hour period where I'm fasting, you know, I allow myself to consume waters and some teas, and then I'll actually eat for anywhere from a, you know, six to eight, sometimes 10 hour period, just depending. But on a typical day for me, you know, what I try to do is my first meal, whenever I do eat is typically going to be something of a raw nature. So I usually will consume, whether it's a bowl of grapes, strawberries, blueberries, um, I'll typically make sure that first meal that I get is going to be something raw and extremely healthy. Uh, so it may be a smoothie. I may juice, you know, some kale. So if it's a smoothie, it's going to have everything in it from cashew milk to bananas to blueberries to almonds to dates. Um, and I also throw some veggies in it, uh, some carrots. Uh, I may throw um, you know, parsnips. I've thrown all types of things, bell peppers in it. But anyways, usually my first meal is going to be, you know, one of my healthier meals. So I try to start off with that. And so then after that, you know, I'll usually snack on anything from maybe, 
you know, a handful of uh, raisins and cashews, you know, kind of here and there. I'll try to keep something like that near. But but as I get through the day, um, usually that that first meal that I'll eat will be something that's that's kind of hearty. So and to give me an example, um, you know, I may eat some, you know, vegan spaghetti. And as far as vegan spaghetti goes, obviously one question that I get is, okay, so what's vegan spaghetti? You know, how do you make yeah. that? What's going to, you know, and it's funny because when I explain it, you know, it's so simple, but people were so caught up in the word vegan to where it throws people off. So for instance, I told a buddy of mine the other day, I said, you know, one of the things I eat often is vegan spaghetti. So he said, okay, what's, what's that? I'm like, okay. So I'm like, so what I'll do for my vegan spaghetti, and there's a couple of ways you can go first. Um, I said, if I use pasta noodles, I'll make sure that the noodles that I get don't have any uh, animal products in it. So I'll obviously have the pasta. But what I'll do, you know, as of late, you know, I'll actually use spiral zucchini. Mm -hmm. So I'll either spiral the zucchini at home or I'll purchase the spiral zucchini at the grocery store. So spiral zucchini has that same look as, as, as spaghetti. So I'll have spiral zucchini play the role as as the noodles. But in terms of the filler, because that's the big question everyone has. What I'll say is I'll use that exact same tomato sauce. But then also, as far as kind of the filling, I'll use mushrooms. And so what I'll do is I'll get, let's say, you know, 12 ounces of mushrooms, throw those in my food processor or blender, chop those up, throw those off in the pan with some olive oil, fry those a little bit, mix that with some tomato sauce. After that, I've got my string zucchini, throw that in, a, in in my pan. I'll fry those usually a little bit, then mix everything together, season it, easy as that. There you go. And so I'll add onions and different things like that. But, um, but anyways, it's a simple vegan spaghetti where all I do is substitute those animal products uh, for vegan-related products, typically vegetables. So that's typically, you know, a meal that I'll eat and then I'll snack again. And, and, and then in the evening, you know, that's usually where I'll have, you know, more of my fun meals that, you know, people will see in the cookbook. And so, um, in fact, um, I guess it was maybe a couple of days ago, I made my uh, zucchini lasagna, which, um, you know, and, and I'll tell people that's probably one of my favorite things to eat. And so with the zucchini lasagna, just so that it doesn't you know, throw people off. It's um, basically the same lasagna that you would typically eat, except you don't have the animal related products as far as the meat goes. You know, I'll use mushrooms or something similar to that. And then as far as the actual uh, the actual noodles, the pasta noodles that are typically used, what I use are slices of zucchini. And so I do the exact same thing as far as the layering goes with the tomato sauce with the uh, mushrooms and then you've got your zucchini, you've got your vegan cheese and then you've got your tomato sauce, olives, everything else. And so anyways, that is probably, if not my favorite meal, one of my top two or three meals. But that's usually the type of meal that I'll kind of I'll close my day out with. And the beauty of it is, you know, a meal like that, you know, it's hearty, but you know, you feel full, but you don't feel heavy, you feel great afterwards. And so, and so for me, um, there's never any guilt. If I go back and let's say I eat two or three servings, so I'm good for, <laughs> I'm good for, I'm good for eating almost a whole casserole in one sitting at, at times. So, um, so anyways, uh, yeah, that's kind of, you know, what my typical, typical day is like eating wise, you know, a sidebar that I try to tell people is, you know, one thing that, you know, I've gotten, um, even more in tune with and, 
you know, I've tried to, um, you know, stay up on my research in terms of all the things that we consume, but definitely water consumption oh. too. You know, as I've transitioned into this lifestyle, you know, I've tried to make water consumption um, a much larger priority because in terms of all of the nutrients that we can consume, the number one nutrient that we need and consume is water hands down, you know, and that's the one thing that I tell people. I'm like, the food thing is fun. And obviously we're going to do that. But more importantly than that is water, you know, water consumption and keeping that consistent. So, um, you know, what I've tried to do is make sure that, you know, I'm consuming, you know, between a gallon and a gallon and a half of water per day. But but definitely water consumption is uh, important in terms of, you know, kind of the health side of things in terms of how we can elevate you know, how our bodies are, how they feel and, and how we live. And I'll tell you this one little sidebar too, as far as water goes, for anyone that's trying to make sure that they take care of their skin, definitely, definitely you need to uh, up the amount of water that you're drinking. If you want beautiful skin as you get older, drink your more water. I like that tip. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Water. Yeah, I, I, because think about it, because typically as our skin deteriorates, a lot of that is because of what we consume along with dryness. Mm -hmm. And so obviously the more water you consume, the better your skin and the better that your internal organs will work. So anyways, drink as much water as you possibly can. Lovely. Yes. Good. And you did Absolutely. mention, um, you know, your zucchini pasta being, if not the favorite, one of your favorite foods. So, okay. So tell me, what is your favorite vegan food? Or um, Okay. So favorite? besides the, um, the zucchini lasagna, I'd say the strawberry shortcake, uh, jump into the desserts is definitely one of my faves. Um, you know, I've, I've got tons of pictures in the, uh, in the cookbook too. That way people can see how beautiful vegan food is. Cause a lot of times they think, Hey, vegans are just like, you know, rabbits, you guys eat carrots and that's it. I'm like, no, 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 we eat good. We, we eat incredibly good. So the strawberry shortcake is definitely, um, one of my faves. And then, also, I'd say another one of my faves and one of the easiest, too, is the pizza quesadilla. Uh, the pizza quesadilla I love. Essentially, you know, what I did was kind of a fusion with pizza along with uh, quesadillas where you've got all of your favorite, you know, pizza toppings and whatnot that are, you know, inside of, of essentially, you know, a Mexican food sandwich is what I call a, a quesadilla. But, but anyways, it is... Um, Another one of those things that for me, it's it's easy to make. Uh, ingredients are easy to locate. And uh, and I love, you know, making that. But it's, you know, I've got ramen. I love ramen food, too. So I've got, a, it's called Everything in This Ramen. We're literally, you know, I love vegetables. And it's one of those things that I've kind of grown into. So with my ramen dish, you know, it's got tons of vegetables and, and, and heartiness and, and flavor in it. So you know, ramen is uh, is another one of my go-tos. So, so anyways, you know, that's just a few of my favorites. But then again, obviously, everything in there is, is is a favorite of mine. So, so yeah, so it's it's tons of it's tons of of, uh, of good food and and whatnot in there. And I encourage people who who get the cookbook to you know have fun with it and 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 tailor it to fit you know your style too. You know, I'll I'll even though I've got you know the ingredients in there, I change as I go depending on my mood. You know, some days I'm in a spicier mood than others. You know, and so I'll end up, you know, adding some things to mm -hmm. it and and changing things up. But uh, but the main thing is, you know, I wanted to make sure that you know people knew that, you know, you can get you know in the kitchen and create, 
you know, anything, you know, that you want to don't be scared. You know what I mean? So, so anyways, it's, it's, it's one of those cookbooks that, you know, I want, you know, people to have, you know, as much fun as, as, as possible with, it's got a lot of good things and uh, hopefully, you know, people can go out and get it. Um, you know, you can find it at my website, which is quarantine15.life. Yes. Lovely. So I was going to ask you, what was your inspiration for creating this cookbook? Because it does have some Thank amazing you. recipes, and I agree Thank you. with the pictures. The pictures are life. It's like you're going through the, the book. Yeah, like, yeah. Can I need yes, that now? Yes. Because the pictures <laughs> are Yes, yes. And, and, and I wanted to, and, and you know, and part of it too, you know, because you have, um, and it was funny because as I was thinking about putting the cookbook together, um, you know, what I wanted to do was, what I wanted to do was create something that wasn't intimidating also. I wanted to make sure that it was something that had a lot of pictures, um, had a lot of life and lifestyle in it. That's why I made sure there were pictures of me kind of hanging out in the, um, in the kitchen and whatnot. So, so, so the inspiration was really trying to invite people to, to, to do the same thing as I did, which was, hey, this is me you know, hanging out in the kitchen, you know, creating recipes that are fun for me. And I invite you to do the same for yourself. So, so, so for me, it was trying to show not only people that you can do the same thing, but also encouraging, you know, like we mentioned earlier, men specifically to say, Hey, as, as, as fellas, you know, I know that, you know, from a societal standpoint, we like to think of, of women as being the individual who's in the kitchen throwing down, but we can get in there and do the same thing. We can get in there and do it, you know, together as a team, but, but, don't, de- but don't be intimidated, you know, feel comfortable, feel confident going in there and creating, you know, incredible food items. So, you know, that's why I wanted to, you know, cook the book, cook the, excuse me, put the cookbook out there and share that so that more men would look at that and say, you know what? You know, it is cool for me to get in the kitchen and, 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 you know, and create some, you know, incredible, you know, inspiring dishes that, you know, want to invite, you know, fellow, you know, men and women, you know, to jump in and, and, and enjoy this lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so anyways, hopefully, you know, it's, it's, it's given, you know, not only, you know, men, but women and, and anyone who's even considering a, um, a vegan lifestyle, um, hopefully it gives them some options as far as, Hey, you know, there's some things that, that that I can incorporate into what I'm doing. And then for people who are already doing the vegan thing, you know, hopefully it'll give some, you know, additional options as to, you know, some fun things they can cook and, um, you know, enjoy with their uh, family and friends. Definitely. And that's one of the reasons why I was happy to have you on because this podcast was absolutely created mainly for persons who are considering a vegan lifestyle and as you say because there are so many misconceptions you know all we eat are carrots and yes and yes right so the fact that you know you have authors like yourself who's creating great and amazing dishes that people anybody basically can just jump on and say hey let me try this and the food is the ingredients yes. are very easy to find Yes. So that's a huge plus as well. You know, you can just say, let me try this and, and hop on there. Absolutely. And, 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 and like I said, kitchen. I wanted it because <laughs> I know for me, um, you know, and, and, and I feel like I can cook, you know, I can cook pretty good. But, but even when I look at some cookbooks and their recipes, I'm like, okay, I can cook and I'm familiar with a lot of this stuff. But some of that stuff just looks intimidating to me just because of 
the way it's set up and all the, you know, just the, the way that, you know, it's explained. And, and for me, I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, some of these recipes would scare uh. the average individual from trying some of these fun items to cook. So that's why I said, you know what, I want to try to make it as simplistic and as real life as, as possible for, for people to enjoy. So, so like I said, I wanted to make it fun. I wanted to make it cool. I wanted to make it to where not only the, you know, suburban, you know, family, you know, can look at it and say, Hey, there's some fun things to cook. You know, I wanted, you know, your, your, your inner city, you know, young person in New York to feel just as comfortable and confident to make those same types of dishes. So, so hopefully, you know, what, what, what it's done is it's, it's getting the message out that no matter who you are, you know, what your background is, you know, number one, you know, the vegan lifestyle is more fun and, and, and it's got more inviting food items than you think. And number two, don't be intimidated to go in the kitchen and whip up some good food, you know. <laughs> I think mission was accomplished with, with the book. I, if anyone goes out, grab the book, I'm telling you guys. I haven't tried the recipes myself yet, but I, I read them and I bought some. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. Yes. And I believe <laughs> yes, yes. that I'm going to love it. Yeah. Because I, you, it, I agree with everything you're saying. It's simple. It's not a lot of ingredients and not like I know a lot of persons get intimidated because you would see one recipe right. with like right. 50 different right. things to buy. Right. And then some of the things you're like, okay, so I use it this one time in this recipe, but then right. when am I going to use it again? So the fact that it's not like yes. 50 different things for right. one, one recipe and everything, even if you buy something for that particular recipe, you can definitely use exactly. it in another situation again. So that's, that's really good that you get those, all of that covered. And yes, yes, definitely, definitely. <laughs> Definitely okay. go get the book. And again, it's it's not only for for vegans, you know, it's for anyone who likes good food. I don't care who you are. If you like good, if you like good mm -hmm. food, mm -hmm. then you should get this cookbook. If you don't like good food, then, hey, I don't know what to tell you. But if you but if you yeah, but if you like good food, though, <laughs> you know, this is this. Yeah, this this is what you want to do. So, so, yeah, so that's that's. Yeah, great. Well, how can how can people connect yeah. with you? I know you mentioned yeah, the website. Absolutely. If you want to mention it again, and on social media and all of that, if they want to connect, follow you, see how you are enjoying your vegan life. Yes, 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 definitely. So, um, obviously, like I said earlier, you can get the book at quarantine15.life. That's quarantine15.life. Uh, you can get the book there. I've also got some merchandise on there. And then um, you can also, and I'd say the best place to kind of follow me and see what I'm doing, Kind of food wise and lifestyle wise is on Instagram. You can follow me at plantbasedg.life. That's plantbasedg.life. Also, I got the plantbasedg.life website where I've got some uh, good information and tidbits on there. But pretty much all platforms, plantbasedg.life on uh, Instagram, on Facebook, um, on uh, Twitter, on uh, Pinterest. I just got that up and going too. So you can find. Plenty of food picks, um, some lifestyle stuff. And more importantly, if you like good food, then again, you need, you need to check out my Instagram account. I'm, I'm always posting some good food, not only my cooking, but I like to travel. And, and before we were kind of locked down, I, I like to travel and, and go to some of the most incredible uh, vegan uh, restaurants that there are. So, um, so anyways, yeah, if you love good vegan food or if you're not vegan and you don't believe we eat good as vegans, 
try me and go to my <laughs> Instagram page and I guarantee you, you're going to change your mind. <laughs> Lovely. Yes, that's really good. So thank you again so much, Marlon, for coming on and sharing your vegan Absolutely. story. Very Absolutely. inspiring. And also your book. Um, you know, th th it's good that you were able to put this book together to really help people out because I know a lot of people get confused and, and where to start. Uh, I, I think that the beginning of your right. journey is always the hardest and that's why we always lean towards eating the not so healthy vegan food because it's like already what we know just switching out the, switching out the meat and the animal stuff. But when it is you have books such as yours that are there accessible and easy it would definitely make someone beginning their vegan journey you know think better and guide them along better so thank you for coming on and thank well you thank you so much I, I appreciate it and again um you know for anyone you know who wants to you know reach out with any questions or whatnot you can message me on uh instagram um that's probably the easiest spot it's got my email address on there too so i'm more than happy to to help out with anyone that has any questions as far as kind of how I got started, obstacles, things of that nature. Cause it's always good to have, you know, as many resources as you can whenever, like you said, you're starting the beginning of the journey and you don't necessarily know as much. So for anyone who, who, you know, needs some insight or whatnot, definitely feel free to reach out and, and I'm more than happy to, to, to help. And I love, you know, to see people share in, um, in, in, in the beautiful uh, journey that, uh, that I've been on. Oh, yeah. I love that offer. Great. Okay, guys. So this is another episode of Vegan Bites with Nikki, the podcast. And this is Marlon, which is Cookbook Quarantine 15. Thank you for coming on. Until next time, guys.